kind of seemed like Jesus was a little bit hard on Nicodemus, right? Are you a teacher of Israel and don't know these things? Like, man, Jesus, um, relax a little bit on Nicodemus there, man. Like, he was brought up this way. He was discipled this way. Like, could he really help it? But really what Jesus was telling Nicodemus is, is that, look, there are breadcrumbs to what I was saying about this, this, this being born again, this brand new life, and, and breadcrumbs about the Spirit all over the Old Testament. And that you're coming at this, Nicodemus, as a physical problem. This isn't a physical problem. And, we, and, and, and my, myself, my father, tried to tell you this all throughout the Scriptures. Because to Nicodemus, the Old Testament as we know it was the only scriptures, right? They were living the New Testament. So where were these breadcrumbs? Where where were they? All throughout the if they're all throughout the Old Testament, if if Nicodemus was supposed to have seen them, where were these breadcrumbs? Well, first of all, in Genesis three, we see that when 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 Adam and Eve sinned, and and God was you know outlining what's going to happen next. God told the serpent, look, there's going to come a one that's going to, going to be from woman, a seed of woman. And, and he's, going to, um, he's going to defeat you. He's going to crush your head. And see, we, we, we should immediately see this as a spiritual victory because this one is going to come and defeat Satan, defeat the serpent, and defeat sin. But then later on, a little bit later on, when, 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 when God was talking to Abraham, and Abraham believed God. What it says is that God credited Abraham with righteousness. Or Really, what, what, what was happening is that inside the bank account of, of, of Abraham's heart, God placed all of his righteousness inside of Abraham. Again, showing us that this is not a physical solution. This is a spiritual solution. This is a spiritual victory to a spiritual problem. And one of the clearest overlaps to John chapter 3, I, I, I see in Ezekiel 36, starting in verse 24, For I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. See, there's, there's a couple of fulfillments when it comes to prophecy. There's a couple of fulfillments. There's the right now fulfillment, which more often than not was a physical fulfillment. And then the, there is a not yet fulfillment, which... We know this not yet to most likely, most of the time, being a spiritual fulfillment. But see, what's happening is that, 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 that Nicodemus and all the other religious leaders in Jesus' day, they were, they were waiting for the not yet fulfillment, but they were seeing it as a physical fulfillment, not a spiritual fulfillment. And Jesus is trying to change the perspective of Nicodemus. That he wanted, he wanted Nicodemus to start looking at this problem as a spiritual problem, not a physical problem that could be solved physically. And so when it says, I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land, they were waiting for, 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 for a Messiah to come and do this, to bring all the, the, the Jews that were dispersed through all the world that they knew it, knew it and bring them back into the Jerusalem and back into Israel and create this holy country. But that's not what Jesus was doing. In fact, it's greater than that. That the gospel is spreading to every nation, to every people group on the face of this earth. And when people believe in Jesus and people believe in the gospel, 
God is pulling them together in a spiritual nation, a spiritual kingdom. This is God's kingdom. And that right here and right now, wherever you're listening to this, you have brothers and sisters, other citizens of God's kingdom all over the world who are with you in this and share this with you. God continues to Ezekiel, I will also sprinkle a clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and all your idols. This sounds like baptism, right? That God is going to cleanse us of our sins. He is going to be the one that cleanses us. Look, we have this try harder, do gooder, uh, uh, promise better uh, Christianity that is that God wants nothing to do with. This was Nicodemus. This is what Nicodemus lived. And this is what Jesus was trying to get Nicodemus to stop seeing, is that he could not try harder. He could not do gooder. He could not promise better that only God can cleanse him of his sin. Only God could rid him of his idols. And that he couldn't do it himself. Do you think that you can just try harder and get yourself out of sin? It cannot happen. And that's the good news. That is the gospel. You have to come to Jesus. You have to see Jesus. You have to pursue Jesus to see your sin get wiped away. You can't try harder. You can't do gooder. And you cannot promise better. It just cannot happen. God continues, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Look, 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 look. This sounds like the new birth in John chapter 3. This sounds like the rebirth in John chapter 3. The brand new life that God wants to give, he alone can give you. You cannot put a new life inside of you. You just cannot do it. So stop trying. You can't live this, this, this brand new life. He will remove your heart of stone and he will put a brand new heart, a brand new spirit deep down inside of you. Look, the fruit that he wants to give you is all eternal fruit that shows itself up through external actions. And God says, I will place my spirit within you and cause you to follow my statutes and carefully observe my ordinances. Look, you cannot follow God's commands on your own. I cannot follow God's commands on my own. I cannot just buck up and do it because eventually I will look at sin and go, see, there's a way that, that's, more, that's way more appealing than just bucking up and doing, my, doing commands my own way. And see, look, we have a better solution. God gives us a better solution. He tells, he tells us, I will place my spirit within you so that you will see that my commands and my ordinances give you life. You will see that the righteousness that I place inside of you and put in the bank account of your heart will produce life if you follow me and if you follow my spirit. It will give you life. We cannot, we cannot try harder, do gooder, and promise better. It just cannot happen. God gives us the cleansing, the new heart, the new spirit, the new land. And as a cherry on top, he gives us his very own spirit. Look, we see all this happen through a relationship with Jesus. We see all this happen by pursuing Jesus and, and believing that he alone is the way to eternal life. He alone is the way to find this brand new life. And look, 
even if you've even if you've done this and 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 been with Jesus for years it is a daily pursuit saying I want your eternal life I want your brand new life I want you to continue to do brand new things inside of me pursue Jesus for his eternal life because that is the only place yeah, only person that you can find it <laughs>